How are we doing good people? I hope everyone is doing well. But just in case, how you doing? And welcome to Who's to Blame, the podcast. I'm your host, Dre Montez. And I hope everyone is doing fine, as I just said. And we're being brought to you by a title sponsor, The Weed Squad, St. Louis. Feel free to visit those guys at theweedsquad.com. Stop on by at 8088 Watson Road. You can follow the podcast wherever you listen to or get your favorite podcast at. But just in case, please visit www.dremontez.com to get a full spill, a little bit about myself, as well as the podcast and our live stream, Montez at Midday, which you can hear on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 11 a.m., Central Standard Time on YouTube, Dre Montez, Twitter at W2B Dre Montez. And we have a Facebook page as well, Dre Montez. You can get caught up on everything and the wild shenanigans of both shows, the podcast, Who's to Blame, as well as the live stream, Montez at Midday. Well, it has happened. Major League Baseball season has come to a complete end. And it's that time of the year that we love here in St. Louis. Cardinal Nation, stand up. It is the wild card playoff game as we have the task of taking on the L.A. Dodgers, the World Series champion, the favorite going into this dogfight. But there's a little bit more going on. As we're in the NFL season as well, we're coming up on week five. Fantasy football as well. Shout out to our Fantasy Football League sponsor, the Tower Pub located in South St. Louis on Morgan Ford. And also, we also uh, revitalized the friendship with Friendly's Bar on Roger Place in South City, as well as Great Grizzly Bear. We've reopened, new staff. Check it out, the menu. The venue is very awesome as well. They also offer a free shuttle ride to the Blues games, which is the upcoming hockey season is right around the corner. But Great Grizzly Bear, check them on out. Great lunch menu and the chili is outstanding but with that being said with major league baseball season coming to an end and the nfl being where it's at and looking at college football i am a florida gator football fan exactly how did we lose to kentucky that way and play alabama that way you're talking about a two-headed monster a tale of two cities coach what are we doing what is the direction of this team what do you say to your team after that? I mean, who's to blame for that fiasco that happened? You go in the red zone that many times in the fourth quarter and can't put up nothing but three points. I'm glad I'm not the AD. I tell you that, and I'm glad I'm not an NFL owner because heads will be rolling right now. But back to Major League Baseball, back to the NFL, and back to college football. As a fan, I think these two things are coming into play more than often. It is the plan of the game, and also, what are we doing? There's been several plays in Major League Baseball that I say to myself, as a person that played baseball from the age of eight until I was 30 years old, and then this great game called softball came into play, there's been some things I've learned over the years, whether it's through the baseball bunch, whether it's through playing uh, at the Boys Club of St. Louis, whether it's my father being my coach at a very pivotal point in my sports career. But there's some things that happen in Major League Baseball that I'm like, wait a minute now. 
for instance, Sunday night, you had the Yankees taking on the Tampa Bay Rays. Game's in the bottom of the night. It's tied up. I believe it's one out. Runners have first and third in Tampa Bay's pitching. Instead of walking the better, instead of walking him, they pitch to him. Hits a ball to the second baseman, I believe. Second baseman comes home. Guy is safe. Ball game, Yankees win. They in a one-game playoff with the Boston Red Sox. But here's what could have happened. Let's say they would have won that game, the Rays. This would have forced another one game to see who's going to be the home field advantage between the Yankees and Boston. But on the other end of this, the Rays did not want to face the Toronto Blue Jays. So I think that was why that pitching rotation was thrown out on that game. Can you imagine someone doing this type of shenanigans in the NFL? Heads will be rolling. There'll be questions out there, conspiracy all across the board. Wait a minute. There's something wrong. But in baseball, we're supposed to go ahead and let it go. We're going to find out the numbers at the end of the year, who made the bonus, who made the record books, who did something for the first time in team history. But what Shehe Otani did with the Los Angeles Angels was just redonkulous. He's the first pitcher starting an all-star game to lead off hitting. He scored 109 runs, batted in 100 RBIs, 26 stolen bases, and hit 46 home runs. Look here. Look here. I have preached about this several times. The MVP person of Major League Baseball. When should it be done? Should it be given to the person who really stands for what the acronym stands for? Most valuable player MVP? Okay. There's several people you can put right there. But here's always the battle. Should the MVP be on a playoff team? So that, that's a that's where the argument is right there on the water cooler conversation. Should this player be deemed as an MVP and the team lost 100 games? They were out of the playoff contention the first month into the season. Who's to blame? Joe Madden. Did he do this the right way in not letting Shea Otani go after four more stolen bases to be in a category that not many pitchers can say they are a part of? You hit 45-plus home runs, and you swipe 30 bases. That's a rare feat. That is a very, very rare feat. Congratulations to our Cardinal player, Arenado, number 10 in jersey sales this year. Who's to blame? This baseball team has been on a run like crazy. Shout out to the boys from Oklahoma again that were in town as we closed out the Cardinals regular season by attending the Cubs-Cardinals game on Friday night. And what a great shenanigan night it was. If you haven't done it before, take one of your buddies or your girlfriends, I mean your girl groups, not a chick you're sleeping with type girlfriend. But if you go out with your boys and you ladies that go out with your ladies, someone in that group has never been to a sporting event before, but the rest of you have. Take that person to said sporting event and just watch the glow in their eyes. They're going to feel like they're at the Magic Kingdom and Mickey Mouse came to see them specifically. That's how I look up that game and that's how I feel about that game. But these Cardinals and the way that Mike Shannon went out on Sunday and the way we're going to attack this playoff game against the Dodgers is going to be like Cardinal baseball style. 
We're not talking Whitey Ball. We're not talking LaRusa Ball. I think we're talking team baseball. And we got the best guy on the mound going at this game, that being Adam Wainwright. And he's going against St. Louis's own Max Scherzer. This game has implications of so many things to have people reminiscing about the days of yesteryear with the Cardinals, the matchup that we're going into, the history with the Dodgers going back to Tom Neatonfear and Ozzie Smith. It's going to have a lot of people on that type of conversation. Not saying we're going to go in this game with our heads down or our heads high. We're not going to take it too high or too low. We got to think we're going to be ready at gameplay. But as the numbers come in from Major League Baseball season on what everybody did the entire season, 100 lost teams, is there any improvement on this? The attendance with the fans being back, I would like to applaud all of the Major League Baseball fans that came back, got involved with this thing, took some people out and said, hey, we're going to the ball game. It was more than father and son this baseball season as I looked at several highlights throughout the year, throughout the season, and now reflect on everything that has happened this past Major League Baseball season. I must point out my record attending Cardinal games this year. I ended up at 7-2 and two on the Cardinal season. This was probably the least amount of Cardinal baseball games I went to since the pandemic and since the age of seven years old because I was not allowed to drive or get on the bus or walk to the game by myself. But I've done my part in sharing going to Major League Baseball games. I think next season I'm going to take it a step further. I'm going to venture outside of Bush Stadium and go to some of these ballparks that everybody is saying, you need to go to this venue, Dre. One on the list for sure is Chavez Ravine, that being Dodger Stadium. So when I go on the left coast, I think I'm going to try to hit all the Major League Baseball parks on the left coast when I go out to California, as they're saying. We got to do it right there. But I enjoyed this baseball season. I enjoyed the fans being back the memories that we're going to remember about this 2021 season, that 2020 season. Now that's, that's a piece of hair in your food or in your mouth at the same time. Yeah, you still ate the food, but you had to spit something out to enjoy the meal. Not saying that baseball is not an enjoyable sport. We've already heard the knocks, the complaints. It's too long for television. It's too long to be there in attendance. But guess what's been going on at baseball games that I've taken notice on, especially this year. The extracurricular activity with the fans, meaning they're fighting. I'm not talking guy on guy, groups on groups. The women have been getting involved as well. Now, look, we used to be able to enjoy a nice beverage, the complete totality of a Major League Baseball game. Then that changed when father and son ran on a field Guess where was that? Chicago. Who's to blame? The fans. But that's how we get sometimes. When it just gets out of the point, out of our hands, we can't blame the manager. We can't blame the player. We're going to attack the ref. But it's taken a step further. The fans are attacking each other. Now, I don't share any of these things on my social media platforms at all, but I do watch the videos. I, I do watch those. And you folks are going to these games. There's a little bit more animosity. A little bit testosterone, testosterone pumping up across here. Now, these are not, I don't understand how you go to a sporting event and get into a fight 
with a fan and both of y'all wearing the same jersey, rooting for the same team. What gives? What's going on? Let a brother in on it if you don't mind. In the words of some country singer out there in America, probably writing this song right now. Tell me what I did wrong before I hit you in the face. There has to be a song like that out there somewhere. If you're paying attention to what's been happening in the stands of Major League Baseball games. But I enjoyed this season. Not saying the referees got it right. There's a whole lot of things still in the question in Major League Baseball. What is a strike? What is reviewable? When is it not reviewable? I think during the playoffs, I could give a damn about time. We're going to get this call right, no matter what it takes. We're going to get this call right. You can get mad at us. Run the ads. That's what the sponsors are for. Split the screen. Thank you, NASCAR, for showing everybody else how to do this and the NFL Network. Split the damn screen if they want to take a long time. Matter of fact, put a third screen on there. Put a fourth screen on there. We don't care. We want you to get the call right. Who's to blame? Mm-hmm. Is it too soon to have the conversation in football as we're going into week five? Who do you think is going to the Super Bowl? Oh, of course it's too early. You're talking about bad officiating. You're talking about something's going on. You're talking about you think you run this shit. Have you seen what's been going on in the NFL with these referees? Who's to blame? Lack of training. NFL not putting their foot down. I don't know what the referee thought he saw in that Monday night football game with the L.A. Chargers and the Raiders. But that call on Bosa, I think he was in his feelings. Let's rewind the clock to Sunday as the Ravens were taking on the Broncos, my Broncos, and a face mask was right in front of the referee. The flag that was on the field was not for the face mask. It was for a holding on the Ravens. It negated the face mask that the Broncos did. And I'm a Bronco fan. I want to see a fair game play. I don't have a problem with what the Ravens did in extending the consecutive 100-game rushing record. Hey, Vic, we have a quarterback, Drew Locke, that is not an NFL-caliber quarterback. I think with Cam Newton being out there, this is a little bit more than he's not vaccinated. He brings too much to the team with his costumes and his antics other than just concentrating on the game of football. Listen, football players today, especially the quarterback, their behavior on the field, around the team, their style of play is different. And especially off the field, thank you social media for the good and the bad. But the highlights that need to be made, can this person fulfill the team needs and can they execute the plays if they're a quarterback that's not with anybody? I think Cam can do that. But I think his personal life, his medical issues, whether he had the vaccinated shot or not, whether he wants to mask up a mask down. But if a person can fulfill the job, what is the issue NFL? It is 2021. You need to put your personal feelings aside. (laughs) Put your personal feelings aside and let's go after this thing. This is like being in a, a business with your best friend. You both have to be on that same page. What is the ultimate goal? We want the business to succeed and we want to make money off of this thing. Those should be two goals right there. 
We want the team to get some W's. Can you help us get W's? Any team that's looking for a quarterback right now in the NFL, hello, is this thing going McFly? Why is it several quarterbacks in a position where a team doesn't want them, has not reached out to them, but we got to wait two or three years or a damn book to come out or a 30 for 30 or, or a special report to find out what really happened? Really? The NFL players, coaches, they never forget. I don't give a what give a fuck what you did, but something turned the building the wrong way. And it's real hard to come back. <laughs> it really is. Look at Jerry Rice and Bill Callahan. They still haven't talked because Bill Callahan didn't let Jerry Rice catch a pass in a game and he ended the streak. I think of 122 games with a reception or something like that. Bill Callahan responsible for that. There's a lot of players and athletes that hold grudges for shit that we say they can let that go. But when you find out what really, really happened, you're like, well, well, shit, you're messing with people, money. You're messing with the plaque, the sports resume, when you get in your own feelings. We've seen it in college football. We definitely see it in the NFL. But the trend in the NFL, I think across sports right now, is it fair or unfair? We, I don't want to get too political with it, but what's going on across the board in sports, we all know without saying it out loud. Is it fair or unfair? We've heard what's been going on in the normal work world. Is that fair or unfair? No matter what, it's 2021. These are the Joneses. These are the consequences that we're dealing with. And it's up to us to decide if we're going to get on for the ride or we're just going to say, you know what? The hell with this shit. I'm going to do things my way. And a certain extent of things, you can. On the other side, we're going to hold the jury out on this one. That's why we're talking about the NBA and we're getting close to that time of year where everybody thinks they know who's going to win. It's the I told you so. These guys play 82 games. They're not in the bubble. They trying to get paid more than any athlete I've ever seen. Look at the money that has been handed out in the NBA the past five years. Now, at that same time, look at your team. What has your team done since everybody has, quote, unquote, got the bag? When it got the bag. When they get the money, are they still playing as hard? Are they still putting out the effort they did when they got the bag or chasing the bag? letting the fans know on Instagram they want the bag. I'm about that bag life. Bag it up, bag it up. Look here. I just want you to execute. Do what you can do. Put out some great points per minute for me. As I'm a Laker fan, I know we're the geriatric team. Is this thing going to work? Is this like the Jackson's reunion tour? It's 10 years too damn late. I'm, I'm kind of getting a sense right here with this Laker thing. I'm in with this team no matter what. Do I agree what has happened since Kobe left the team and retired and passed away? No, I don't agree with everything we've done. The hiring of the coaching situation, the pursuit of happiness of trying to satisfy Laker fans, we're up in the air. We have another team that's trying to take over our town, our city. Move the fuck out. No sporting teams ever again should share a building. Now that thing in the NFL with the Rams and the Chargers, that's special. That's another sports venue I want to go to. I never thought in my life I would want to go to a football game in L.A.,
but that soul five feel is so damn fine. The way they show it on television, I want you to do the 4K HD UD huge screen look at this stadium. Go to YouTube, pull up that damn stadium on your TV, hit play, and just sit back. If it's if the sun is down, turn the motherfucking lights on. I mean, turn the lights off. You're going to get a true sense. You're going to feel like you're there. You are there. That's the only football game I've ever felt like while I'm watching it, I should be there. <laughs> I should be there right now. <laughs> but I think it's too early to pick out a Super Bowl contender. We've seen some good play in the NFL from teams, but that quarterback issue is coming up again. Secondary members have fallen off left and right. You can talk to Tampa Bay about that. But the quarterback ordeal, there's some teams out there hurting. I think the number one overall team that's hurting that could feel the effects of this thing is the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, Big Ben stayed in the game two years too long. We saw Drew Brees get old as fuck in front of us in the middle of a game. We already know what happened to Peyton Manning. Look, we want these guys to play as long as they possibly can and still be good and a fan favorite. We don't want guys barely hanging on. It's sad. It's sad in the movies. It's sad in IRL, meaning in real life. Big Ben should have left two years ago. Two years ago. Pittsburgh knew this was coming. Athletes age fast. They're like soap opera people. If you watch soap operas, them people age fast as fuck. You know, they had a daughter two seasons ago. Now she graduating high school. What the fuck? And it's the same girl. How is that possible? <laughs> but things happen. Whether we agree or disagree, things happen. But the Buffalo Bills are, are exposing that bark again. I know that week one, they got slapped in the face. Hey, look, wake up. We still got to play the season. Forget what the media is saying. Forget what the fans are saying. We have to go out here and compete 17 weeks. Let's go. And I think they woke up a little bit after week one. You also got the Kansas City football chiefs. Have they woke up and realized, hey, you know we won the Super Bowl two years ago? Let's go get them. Let's go at it. The Rams, I think Matthew Stafford just woke up and realized, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I thought I was still in Detroit. Because that's the way he played last week. But these Chargers, this, that team is exciting. The Chargers have a 6-8 receiver. I'm going to say it one more time. A 6-8 receiver. And I'm starting to think the more and more I watch the Saints play and Jameis Winston play and the Green Bay Packer backers and that man A.A. Ron, I'm kind of thinking that A.A. Ron let that game go on purpose when the Saints go marching in. Oh, when the Saints go marching in. Yeah, man. Maybe that was a giveaway. Because he's so dramatic. He's so cinema-esque. He's so lifetime, the men's network, that A.A. Ron. So I got to keep my eye on that team. And you can't forget about Dak Prescott and Jerry World's Cowboys, the way they have been looking. Even in that Tampa Bay game that they lost, they competed. They slapped the shit out of Carolina's defense last week. I think since Carolina running game is pretty much up in air since McCaffrey done ruined the money for all running backs due to the fact he can never stay healthy. You got to look at the wear and tear on running backs when they come in the league. Before they got into college, they've been running the ball. 
before they got in high school, they've been running the ball. So by the time they get to you, it's like a 10-year stripper. A lot of wear and tear on the body. <laughs> you know, I was trying to see how long I would go without using a stripper reference, but, you know, I, I couldn't go that far. We, we had to let it go. We had to let it go. But that's where I'm at right now on the NFL. I'm out on the window with Drew Locke. I do not want him getting under center for my Broncos ever again in life. Teddy Bridgewater, if you can hear me, is this thing on? Please get healthy, sir. We should be able to hit the emergency button and get a bye week. Any team, all the fans, as long as you get 80%, 80 of people hitting the button, your team gets a bye. You only get to hit the button once a year. We get to pick a buy, and the NFL gets to pick a buy. So your team gets two buys a year. Who's coming with that's a part of this thing? If you are a Houston, Texas fan, you pushing the fuck out that button right now because that team needs a buy in a big way. They lose a quarterback every year. Every year. Deshaun, stop going to the massage parlor, bro. Let it go. Let it go. But they lose a quarterback every damn year, and the fans are wondering why, why, why. Ah, it goes with the GM. It goes with ownership. It goes with the philosophy of the program and the team, the mission statement, all that shit throughout the building that's on those plaques and boards in a frame going across the screen. None of it is being applied when it comes to the Houston Texans. You're listening to Who's to Blame, the podcast, and I'm your host, Dre Montez. And it is our day, people. Baseball playoffs are here. We're going to see some of the wildest coaching decisions. We're going to see players looking like a kid again. And we're going to see fans making us say at home, there's no way in the hell you're going to work tomorrow. <laughs> when there's a baseball playoff game on a Tuesday or a Wednesday night, I'm thinking people, a majority of the people at that game work from home, name is on the building, or they're in control of their own destiny. That's how I'm thinking, because a lot of people, these ballparks been clowning, acting a fool on the final week of the season. I mean, just getting it in, but now when postseason, oh, this is when the real fans really come out. The ones that know that sports history, the hidden agendas, know the coaches' tendencies. Coach, don't do it, whatever you're doing. All I'm saying, the days are over with starting pitching in the baseball postseason thinking you're going to get seven innings out of the guy. The only way that's going to happen if the opposing team is not trying to win the ball game. But in a one-game playoff, the whole approach to the game is out the window. I'm trying to score every inning. I would throw nine pitches in the game. I'm throwing a new pitch every inning. I'm going to give you some hot every inning. One-game playoff, the first person get to second base, bullpen get up. You give up a home run, bullpen, let's go. If I'm down 3 nothing, hit, hit, after the first inning or the first two innings, get me two people up in the bullpen now. We cannot wait to the fifth inning. You cannot wait to the seventh inning. You have to attack them first. We're striking first. I'm talking fundamentals, short game baseball, bunting, sacrificing, hit and run. We're going old school if it's a one-game playoff. Forget all this chewing my seed, sitting back in the dugout if I'm the manager, playing the chess match. No, 
The Mike Hargrave days are over. The Jim Leland days are over, but they were fun to watch. They're a lot of fun to watch. But now this new game, this new approach, let's go get it. And my Cardinals got some runners. The Dodgers are a little banged up. It's okay. And I hope and pray mama that man again gets to swing tonight for the Dodgers. Yes, I'm a Cardinal fan, but yes, I'm rooting for me some Pujols, baby. No matter what, but I want my Redbirds to win. Here's good luck to your team in the Major League Baseball playoffs. Whether it's a one-game playoff, you made it. If you're already in, good luck. Let's look forward to some great baseball, having those childhood memories of what the dirt felt like, what it feels like to compete, that over-exuberation that you're going to show, uh, celebrate with your teammates and the fans, you know, throwing an open beer on somebody. See, that is fan participation at its finest if you're asking me. So there it is right there, ladies and gentlemen. You have it there. Baseball regular season, thank you so much. Baseball postseason is here. Hockey season is approaching fast. College football, oh, it, it, it's a debacle. But Georgia, watch out for them, people. Watch out for Georgia. That Georgia-Alabama thing, but one of those teams has been dominating on both sides of the ball as well as special teams as well. Bama has not been tested yet. That Florida game, eh, whatever you may say. But those two teams right there, and especially Georgia, is what is on my mind. LGB, let's go Blues as we're approaching the start of the NHL season. I would like to thank you guys for tuning into the show and listening to my podcast. Again, thank you to our title sponsor, The Weed Squad St. Louis. To get a complete listing of all the sponsors, please visit www.draymontez.com.